Hey guys, what's up? My name's Joey, and we're back with podcast number four, I think it is right now. Um, if you listened to the last three podcasts, thank you. And as I said, I'm still getting used to it, and I'm not used to being on microphone or cameras or anything like that, so bear with me. But today, we actually have our first guest in honor of Valentine's Day. My beautiful girlfriend, Christine, is here with us. Introduce yourself. I like how you described me. Hi, my name is Christine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's going to be more of a color color commentary. Okay. What's, what's your knowledge of football? Um, minimal. Minimal, say. to say yes. the best? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, who won the Super Bowl? Patriots. Okay. Six times. Six times. See, yeah. that's that's pretty good. Who they beat? <laughs> Stumped too early. The Saints. No, they should have been in there because the, the past. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So who was it? You don't remember? I don't know. No. Do you remember what color they were? Uh, was it the Steelers? <laughs> no, it was the Rams. Oh, okay. Do you know where yeah. they're from? You... Wisconsin. All right, so we're just going to jump <laughs> into the next part of the podcast. <laughs> that next part being the recent news segment. So, uh, in case you didn't know, the Denver Broncos traded a fourth-round pick for Joe Flacco. Do you think it's an upgrade from Case Keenum? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so, yeah, I mean, maybe it is, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what position Case Keenum plays? Nope. Quarterback. Oh, All right. Okay. Yeah. They're giving their quarterback away. Well, they have. That's a good point. They actually haven't given away Case Keenum yet, although it's rumored that they are going to either trade him or release him. I don't know what kind of trade value they're going to get for him. If they think Joe Flacco's that much of an upgrade, I don't know. But mm-hmm. not looking pretty in Denver. Um, there's also rumors that they may not take a quarterback early. From what I've heard, they're kind of in love with a in love with a prospect named Drew Locke is a quarterback. Drew. 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 Yeah. Man. Drew is man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, don't know if they're going to take Drew Locke or the good go best player available. We'll see. They need a quarterback of the future because the last few quarterbacks they have just really hasn't panned out since Manning retired. So. Yeah. Come on. Get your shit together. Oh, can I curse on those? Yeah. You can curse. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Next bit of news, Kareem Hunt was signed by the Browns. Do you remember who Kareem Hunt is? Kareem Hunt. Sounds familiar. He was, uh, the video of him, he was like kicking and punching <gasps> his girlfriend. Okay, awful, 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 awful. Why is he still working for the NFL? <laughs> 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 no offense. Well, no, yeah, take offense, you bit up a woman. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's the, so, you know what a general manager is? No, he's I'm basically guessing. the guy that makes all the moves for the team. Yeah. He's in charge of uh, drafting and free agency and stuff like that. So the general manager for the Browns drafted Kareem Hunt on a different team. So he was in, he was the guy who wanted to get Kareem Hunt with the Chiefs originally where he was from. So once the Chiefs got rid of him, now that same guy works for the Browns. Okay. And he saw he was available and he wants to give him a second chance. Um. This is really just confusing for fantasy football players because the running back they already had, Nick Chubb, was fantastic, right? So he started, I think it was week seven and on, and he went on to do amazing things. They gave him a ton of work, and I think he averaged over 5.0 yards per carry. So 
Nick Chubb was looking good with Kareem Hunt there. It's a little shady now. Um, he could be suspended 10 to 12 games. So wow. out of 16 games of the season, that's a pretty good time where you could still use Chubb as your running back one. So he's, with his ADP was originally the second round, probably going to drop to about the third or fourth. But we'll get more into that when we know more and when we find an official word on the suspension and right. stuff like that. <laughs> right. Uh, do you know who Antonio Brown is? All these names sound super familiar. Super familiar, yeah. Um, the Steelers wide receiver. Oh, my team. Your team. Yeah. Why are wanna... they your team? <laughs> I was about to say that. You want to know why? They're your why team? are they your team? Because, well, should you tell the story you want? Me to tell I think I you should, you tell it. Okay. okay. Well, I actually accidentally got a tattoo of their logo. Well, now <laughs> let me clarify. It's not the Steelers brand logo. No, it's but something very similar sim- to it. Similar to the Subaru logo. Yeah, I, w- I was very young and very stupid. And so I just say I'm a Steelers fan to not look as stupid as to just say I just have something that looks like it. Yeah. Anyway, so Antonio Brown officially requested a trade from the Steelers. It's getting a little murky there. Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell both expected to not be with the team in 2019. Hmm. So... Where do you think Antonio Brown's going to go? California, maybe? That, I know you're saying that as of a random guess. Yeah. But the team that's most, like, most likely to get him. Is California? Well, it's San Francisco 49ers. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, but uh, Oakland Raiders, also another California team for now, unless they go to Las Vegas. And they'll be in Nevada. But that was that was funny. You guess California. You gotta manifest it, man. <laughs> um, so a couple other little things here. Demarius Thomas was released by the Houston Texans after suffering a torn Achilles. Have you ever tore your Achilles? Where the fuck are your toes? What did you call it? it? Achilles. Achilles. I heard. Achilles. I swear, I heard a T in there before. No, there's no T in Achilles. Achilles. Where it's, is that located? It's like your heel pretty sure oh okay yeah ever hear of achilles heel no okay anyway so he tore his achilles it's not easy to it's not an easy injury to come back from especially because he's older and he's later in his career older you mean like 30 years old older well in football right that's older in football okay (laughs) but yeah so (laughs) um yeah demarius thomas released not sure where he's gonna end up if he ends up signing with the team Jeremy Macklin was in a similar situation last year. I'm not saying Jeremy Macklin has the same talent as Demarius Thomas. Of course not. Of course not. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that Jeremy Macklin was injured for a good part of last season. He went the whole year without being signed. Um, Still don't even know if he's healthy, but there could be a similar situation for Thomas depending on his recovery. So there's a chance we may not see Demarius Thomas next season. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to him, indeed. Uh, Pierre Garçon will not have his option picked up by the 49ers, meaning he's expected to be a free agent to sign with another team. Excuse me. So, maybe clears it up for Dante Pettis or Marquise Goodwin. But there's a chance they can draft another wide receiver or they land Antonio Brown. So, it's still early early in the offseason and there's a lot left. So... Last bit of news. Colin Kaepernick. This actually just happened today. Oh, okay. You know who that is. I know who that is. Why, how do you know who that is? 
He's the guy that the kneeling. The kneeling, yeah. 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 He played football too. Well, I know. He kneeled <laughs> at a football game. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if this is true. I feel like this is one of the instances where his agent or someone like that is going to come out and say it wasn't true. But apparently the Alliance of American Football, the, the new, new team, the new football league, mm-hmm. they asked him to be a part of the league, him and Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow declined. Tim I Tebow. Think, Tim Te- you know who that is? No, it just sounds like a name that uh, you would say like that, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but Tim Tebow, I think he's still playing minor league for the Mets. Baseball. He switched to oh. baseball. Yeah. So, Tim Tebow's doing that. He declined. It's a drastic change. <laughs> uh, not really. A lot, of, a lot of players do that. Really? A lot of players. Play, well, not a lot, but players do that sometimes kyler murray oh yeah kyler murray chose football rather than baseball so that's another big thing anyway uh yeah so the alliance of american football asked colin kaepernick if he wanted to be part of their league and apparently he requested 20 million dollars as a salary let me remind you is that normal for no good good that was exactly what i was gonna go um every single player in the alliance of american football league i believe is making somewhere around two hundred seventy-five thousand a year it is a new league, so... That's why. Exactly. And once they bring in profits from all the TV ratings and stuff like that, then they'll be able to extend people and offer different contracts. But as of right now, every single player has a base salary. And $20 million is a huge difference from 275000 Well, he's also not been working, so... Yes, but you don't, you don't pay someone just because they haven't been working. That's All true. the guys in the Alliance of American Football were either not on a team or didn't make it as starters or whatever. So they weren't working either. Very true. But you know what I think it is? What do you think That he is? knows how much he's worth. Think about it. All of America knows his name. Even if you don't watch football, I knew his name. And mind you, I watched like 5% of football. <laughs> so, so I think... What you're trying to get to is that, like, if he were to play in the AAF, You'd that he would get a lot of ratings. They get that's a very and good point. Ratings make money. But twenty twenty million dollars. Okay, yeah, he's a little extra on that. But yeah. remind you, he did, you know, do something. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into do something. Did, yeah, do, we're, do, we're not gonna <laughs> take, we're not taking a political stance on this podcast. Yeah, but, we're gonna avoid that. Okay, next next <laughs> thank you next yeah so um we're actually gonna jump into my rankings from last week so this is wide okay. receiver rankings all right who do you think the number one catches the ball yes they catch the ball okay good job there you go. well i just you know receive receive the ball okay continue. i like the way you think um so these are projections for next next season okay who do you think is first Gronk. Oh God. No. <laughs> He's a tight end. Oh okay. And he also catches the ball, so I don't want to confuse you with that. But these, oh gosh. Oh. Oh, MVP. Who won MVP? Edelman did. Edelman, him. Is he a wide he's receiver? He's not. He yes, he's a wide receiver, okay. but he's not number one. He should. I have be. DeAndre Hopkins as number one. Okay. I think DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not the mad most, at that. You're not. No. What teams do you play for? Patriots. So, um, I think DeAndre Hopkins is one of the more talented, if not the most talented Wait, wide receiver. Hold up. Was I wrong or right? You were wrong. Oh, <laughs> who does he play for? The Texans. Oh, okay, continue. Where are the Texans from? 
Texas. Okay, just making sure. From Wisconsin. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I personally think DeAndre Hopkins is one of the more talented wide receivers in the league. He was very, very consistent last year. And Deshaun Watson's only going to get better. Um, he was able to play a full season last year, which is good. But, you know, DeAndre Hopkins had 163 targets, 115 catches, uh, 11 touchdowns, over 1,500 yards, which I think was second only behind Julio Jones. So there's a lot to love about DeAndre Hopkins. No real reason to put him any lower. What do you think? I agree. You agree? Strongly. Strongly. (laughs) All right. So number two, we have Julio Jones. Um, Some people were a little surprised by that. Isn't that the guy who just said Hopkins was behind? Yeah. So why would you? (laughs) That was in terms of receiving yards. Oh, okay. But Julio Jones did lead, lead, lead the league in receiving yards, which 1,677. I believe he also led the league in receiving yards the year before. Now, Matt Ryan has a new offensive coordinator. And for those who know Matt Ryan, usually has a little bit of a decrease in his production every time he gets a new offensive coordinator. But Dirk Cutter has been the offensive coordinator for Matt Ryan before. And in those three years, as his offensive coordinator, Matt Ryan had the most pass attempts in his career. Is that good? That's good. Oh, okay, good. So as for someone who catches the ball, you want your quarterback to throw the ball more. Right. You have a chance to catch more passes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... To figure he led the league in more yards than anyone else, and now he has a new system where they're going to throw the ball even more. So you think he did better. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio did finish with eight touchdowns last season, which it didn't really feel like it until the second half. A uh, <laughs> little shade there or no? I mean, not shade, but uh, I believe they were on the counter of Julio Jones hadn't scored for... I don't remember the exact counter. But basically, Julio Jones had three touchdowns the year before, which is not good at all. And he struggled to score very early in the season. But once he did, he got eight. So it ended up working itself out. Uh, There's a lot to like about Julio Jones this year. And yeah, he was able to play 16 full games. He didn't deal with too many injuries, little nagging injuries, but nothing, nothing that really held him back. So moving on to number three, I have Odell Beckham Jr. Now a lot of people were upset about now, this. How do I know this name? How do I know it? Because we're from New Jersey. He um, plays for the Jets? Uh, Giants. There you go, the second okay. one. Yeah. 50-50 so, there. 50-50. <laughs> so yeah, I have Odell Beckham coming in number three. A lot of people were surprised by that. Uh, he did miss. It was four games last season. Why would people be surprised by that? Just because Eli Manning, mainly. And the fact that they have Saquon Barkley, and they can choose to run the offense through Barkley if they choose to do so, which would be the smart move. But, yeah, Odo Beckham finished with over 1,000 yards, six touchdowns in 12 games. Um, Why do I like Odo Beckham this high? Is because I believe in his talent. And... I really just think all these top guys are so close that you can put them in any which order. Uh, between the next two I have is Antonio Brown, which could be subject to change based on where he lands. 
right. and Devonte Adams. A lot of people felt Devonte Adams was worthy of that number three spot, which I definitely understand. He had over a hundred catches, thirteen touchdowns, which is insane. Thirteen hundred yards. You know, there's, but the difference between them, if Odo Beckham were to play a full season, I don't think would be too drastic. I can definitely see Devonte Adams being in that number three spot. So he does have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. It is a new offensive system. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I heard Aaron Rodgers. You heard Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. What were you I zoned out. (laughs) 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 Did you notice? I noticed. Okay. (laughs) I noticed by the way you came back. That's how I (laughs) Continue. So what about Aaron Rodgers got you? I don't know. I just heard his name. (laughs) And you knew his name? Yes. How do you know? He's the Packers. Plays for the Packers. Oh, you know him really well. Nice green eyes. <laughs> right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have green eyes? I don't know. I feel like he's the type. On TV, it looks like it. Oh, the Allstate commercials? Maybe. Is it Allstate? No, that's a... Di- that's... Discount double check. Which one's that? I'm not sure. I don't know. But... <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, Matt LaFleur is coming in. We don't know what kind of offensive system he's going to offer. He was the Titans' offensive coordinator last season. Um, They ended up running heavy with Derrick Henry at the end of the season. They utilized both running backs a lot. Deion Lewis was utilized a ton. So they could use a combination of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams a lot. Plus, the Packers really do need extra wide receiver help. And I'm, I'm assuming they'll add some type of help at wide receiver whether it's the draft or free agency so but i i do believe Devonte adams can be a top three wide receiver and i wouldn't argue putting him there okay so neck so we just kind of covered three and five i have Devonte adams as five going back to antonio brown um i have him a little i mean the last two or three seasons he was the number one ranked wide receiver or one or two. He was right up there. I have him at four just because, if theoretically, if he does stay with the Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster Stu- Smith was Juju. A, you know Juju, too? Yeah, Juju. How do you know Juju? He sounds like a fun guy. Juju on that beat. Juju on that beat. He didn't make the song. I know, but he should have. How good would it have been if he made it? You know how old he is? 34. Juju? Yeah. Nah, he's like 21 or 22. Stop. When he came into the league, he couldn't even drink. <gasps> wow. I think he was 19 or 20. I, don't I feel like shit now. <laughs> Why? Because I'm close. Because <laughs> you're close. <laughs> and I'm nowhere as successful. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Watch out, world. <laughs> okay. 2020. <laughs> we'll be up there. Yeah, so Antonio Brown. We got that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, wow, I don't even know where it was. Juju, you read Juju. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so Juju ended up taking, he finished with more targets. Uh, he only had one more game than Antonio Brown played because of that incident at the end of the season. I really, I mean, and listen, Antonio Brown's not going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler next season. He already said his goodbyes on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. You know it's official if it's on Twitter, right? You know if it's official if it's on Twitter. He said his goodbyes. He's ready to move on. Um... The Steelers haven't granted his request to be traded yet, but I assume it'll happen soon. 
and uh yeah so me me explaining this really doesn't do anything because he's gonna be in a different spot by that time number six i have tyree kill who actually finishes the number one fantasy wide receiver last year right so if he finished at number one why do i have him at number six that's a pretty good question it's a very good question it's because of his inconsistencies Oof, we don't like that oof the thing about Tyreek Hill is he could go from having a 40-point game to having an 8-point game. So if you're looking at his week-to-week status... That's 40 very t- drastic. It is. That's that's a good point. So week 1, he had 42. Week 2, 20. Week 3, 7. Four, week 4, and I'm just going to count from there on. 14, 12, 39, 20, 10, 12, 32. If you had him in week 7 and 11, he had 32 points and 43 points, which is insane. But then after the bye, 6, 22, 8. So it's just not consistent at all. And that's not his fault. It's definitely not Patrick Mahomes' fault. I mean, he's throwing that's, 50 touchdowns. Do you know who that is, Dave? I know that. that was, that's the Saints guy, right? No. No? No. Oh, what's the the other team that almost went to the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. That's the guy in the Chiefs. Yes. Um, what's? Everybody says he sounds like Kermit. Tip of the tongue. Tip of the tongue. What Patrick Mahomes? I said his name already. No, no, no. What does he play? Quarterback. Yes. He's throwing to the wide receiver. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) a lot of inconsistencies from Tyreek Hill. Um, It's tough to trust him on a weekly basis, and that's really the only reason I have him a little lower. The connection with Mahomes is not going to die out. Is Mahomes maybe going to dial it back a little bit next year? Sure, you figure teams end up figuring him out, right? This is his first year starting. Pretty f- good first year, in my opinion. 50 touchdowns. It's That's insane. amazing. 50 passing touchdowns. insane. So you figure teams are going to be able to f- figure him out a little more next season. Um, I feel like he definitely struggled a little more towards the end than he did in the beginning. Uh, if you had him in the fantasy playoffs, he gave you a 20-point week, an 18-week, and 28-point week. It is not Patrick Mahomes-esque, but uh, yeah, I mean, hoping Mahomes can keep up his high-level play, and I'm just expecting a little bit of a dip from Tyreek Hill, so that's that goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Number seven, I have Michael Thomas. Do you know what team Michael Thomas plays for? No clue. You said the team before. Saints. Are you reading it on my hand? Yes, I'm reading it on your fancy screen thing my fantasy screen thing yes so michael thomas finished with 125 catches which actually led the league and it was on 147 targets which was looking at all the targets i mean that's not a lot compared to guys like juju smith who had 176 guys like Devontae adams deandre hopkins antonio brown who had 160 163 169 and these are ppr rankings by the way uh, Tyreek Hill had 137 targets. He only had 87 catches, and he finished with the number one wide receiver. So that was just a little going back with Tyreek Hill. But Michael Thomas, want to put him higher because of how skilled he is. But I'm worried about Drew Brees. I'm really worried about Drew Brees. Why are you worried? Why am I worried? Yeah. Because after that Dallas game. Oof, Dallas. So you're looking at my chart right now, right? Yes. Do you see week 12? Yes, I think. How it's green? Yes. And he had 20 points? Mm-hmm. Do you see the weeks after how they're red? After week 12, wow. Drew Brees offered 7 fantasy points, 13 fantasy points, 5 
16 and, and then he zero. didn't well he didn't he didn't play that week oh <laughs> i was like whoa, <laughs> like, whoa zero. <laughs> what's he doing wrong yeah so uh drewby's kind of fell off a little bit at the end of the season a lot of that what happened drew a lot of that could have been he was injured or it could have been he was playing away from home but even in the playoffs drewby's really just didn't play that well so i am worried there will be a decline from drewby's they could lean more on the running backs, and obviously if your quarterback's going down a little bit, doesn't bode well for wide receivers. The fact that they have such a good connection and Drew Brees still is one of the most accurate passers in the league does give me confidence for Mike Thomas, but just a matter of how much Drew Brees could potentially be throwing the ball. I mean, Drew Brees broke the, his own record for uh, per completion percentage, 74.4. So imagine breaking your own record that you set. <laughs> I mean, hey, set it, set the bar higher. You know, right. that's all that is. Um, Drew Brees' numbers also got a little inflated this year. He did four rushing touchdowns, which is not normal for him. So, but just in general, I, I'm expecting a little bit of a decline from Drew Brees, which will subsequently result in a decline from Michael Thomas. All right. So getting on to number eight, we have Mike Evans. This was a little bit surprised to some people. How come? How come? Because not a lot of people are confident in the quarterback throwing to Mike Evans. Who is? Jameis Winston. No clue who he is. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't expect you to. Um, so Jameis Winston was on and off losing his job to Ryan Fitzpatrick and taking it back and so forth. He threw a ton of turnovers. He threw 14, 14 picks in 11 games. Which is not good. No? I mean, <laughs> that's throwing an in more than one interception every single game. Wow. Yeah. So, um, the turnovers are definitely a huge issue for Winston. And in the past, him and Mike Evans have been a little... Like, they've had issues in the past of being staying consistent. Especially because of how many other offensive weapons there are on the team. Um, there's a good chance Deshaun Jackson and Adam Humphreys could be gone this offseason. I do believe that O.J. Howard is going to be a big part of this offense, but Mike Evans is still the number one wide receiver. He finished last season with fifteen over 1,500 receiving yards, eight touchdowns, 86 catches. He played all 16 games. And the best part about this is the Buccaneers' new head coach, Bruce Arians, who... One of the better head coaches came out of retirement. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to help out Jameis Winston if he isn't able to. I don't know if anybody will be able to. So, if Jameis Winston can get back on track and improve the turnovers, then Mike Evans could be in a really good spot. How bored do you have to be to come out of retirement? you got to be broke. That's what you got to be. Oh, how do you these people get paid millions of dollars I'm not, I'm not saying he's broke oh. i'm just saying he probably just wanted more money or you know, passion probably. he's a good coach and i mean from from what i've seen he got uh, he, he got close to the super bowl he got close to playoffs and he just never quite got it so ty hilton coming in at number nine uh he's andrew luck's number one receiver and That's something and andrew luck has was fantastic last season it seemed like after let's see 
Seemed like after week three, Andrew Luck really started getting his feet on the ground. The shoulder problems were behind him, and he just kind of blew up for the rest of the season. The Packer, the Colts ended up finishing, I think they went 9-1 and one in that span, or in, in a certain span. So, great news there for Andrew Luck. Um, he's no reason he shouldn't continue that success next season. He's got a great offensive line. They're probably going to bring in more weapons to compete with T.Y. Hilton. But as of right now, T.Y. Hilton is that number one receiver, and there is value in that. Um, Yeah, I mean... Good luck next. Good luck um, next season, T.Y. Next season. (laughs) Get it? Because luck. I was dying to make that joke the whole entire time. As soon as you said, <laughs> I'm surprised you're still hanging around. <laughs> I'm like mentally not here. <laughs> uh, I figured. All right, so coming to number ten, AJ Green. You got to give this guy credit. He's been dealing with a ton of injuries in the past, but this is more of just a talent move. I mean, the 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 quarterback situation is still a little murky. Andy Dalton. Who knows if he's going to be the starter? If they're going to bring in someone else? If they're going to draft someone else? Nobody knows for sure, but no matter the case, as long as A.J. Green's on the field, he's a playmaker, and I I believe in talent can result in fantasy points. So uh, A.J. Green's there, a little out of respect. And just remember, this is early PPR rankings. It's January. So depending on if there's a quarterback change, I know they have the new head coach in Zach Taylor, so we'll see what he has to offer. But... um, yeah, Tyler Boyd is also there. And Tyler Boyd was fantastic last season. Tyler Boyd actually finished, I think it was 17th for wide receivers and as far as PPR. And he finished with over 1,000 yards. He had a, nobody expected a breakout year from him. But, uh, yeah, it happened. So. Yeah. Surprised yeah. as all. Surprised as all. And that's what Jeff Driscoll taking over as the quarterback after Andy Dalton got hurt. So. Yeah, so that's my top 10. I just want to bring up a few other names. Keenan Allen just missed my top 10. No specific reason. Um, I might have been more of a grudge because remember how I was in the championship game? Which one? You were in so many leagues. I was in the, the big money one. Oh, big money one, I was in the one, championship yeah. game, and I told you the first week the guy got hurt, and he got zero points. I remember. That was this guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that was a little bias. Maybe he maybe. should have been on. Maybe he should have been on number ten. He got a hip pointer. I think it was. Oh. He like landed on his hip really hard. Oh. Yeah. Either way, I mean, like I said, a lot of these guys are really close. Keenan Allen can easily finish in the top ten, maybe even top five, depending on the kind of season that Philip Rivers has. Um, another name, Adam Thielen, another guy who could easily finish as a top ten wide receiver, as he Minnesota. has. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. That's her feet. She has family in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Vikings. Vikings. Vikings, indeed. So, yeah, Adam Thielen can easily finish as a um, as a top 10 wide receiver. And uh, what else? What other names we got here? Juju Smith. Obviously, Antonio Brown, if he gets traded, Juju Smith would be a top 7, 8, 6 wide receiver. So, got to give him credit. I think Amari Cooper is going to have another great season, a whole offseason of working with Dak and getting more on pace. He had some big games last year, finished with over 1,000 yards. Jarvis Landry, 
another offseason with Baker Mayfield, who's still developing. The same head, uh, It's going to be the same offense being run by Freddie Kitchens. So Jarvis Landry has a chance to take a step forward with Baker Mayfield. Um, Landry had over 148 targets, and he finished as the 19th fantasy wide receiver. Imagine that. Right? I mean, he only caught 81 of those 148 targets. So, obviously, they got some chemistry building to do. If they get that fixed next offseason, Jarvis Landry could easily be value next year. Um, Julian Edelman. Oh, the Edelman. MVP. Yeah. Yeah, you know that one. Uh, Edelman, I don't know if he has top 10 potential. What? MVP. Come on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, if Josh Gordon is there and if they choose to go more run heavy, uh, we, we don't know the status of Josh Gordon right now. As of right now, he's on the commissioner's exempt list. And we don't know if he's going to get suspended, if he's going to be reinstated. So either way, I think Edelman is definitely a great value. He I don't think he had a single bad game last season. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, do you want to say anything? I hope you enjoyed my commentary every now and then when I (laughs) zone back in. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's like 12 a.m. in the morning. I'm ready to go to sleep. It's 1230. Oh, you've got to be up early. Yep. Yeah. Let, let's wrap this up. So, <laughs> <laughs> can we fucking stop? <laughs> um. So, do, what, what's the last thing to say? Do you remember? <clears throat> See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what can they purchase? Oh, okay. So SeatGeek, there's this amazing app called SeatGeek. Wait, I'm not, I'm not sponsored directly by them. Oh, never mind. Scratch that. No, Forget no, it. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, if you guys are going to any event this summer or any time in the spring, football games, AAF games, maybe. Oh, okay. That's a new thing. So uh, you can use my SeatGeek code FF Analyst and save twenty dollars on your first purchase. My code is in the process of being made, so stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you next year, maybe, if he lets me back on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, you'll probably be back on at one point. All right, bye. Okay. All right, thank you guys for watching. Watching. Fuck, it's late. For listening, and I'll see you next week.